0: The Gratitude Visit is brought to you by the Come Alive Collaborative. The Collaborative is a positive psychology and life coaching resource group that provides individual coaching, podcasts, and small group educational experiences to help you grow personally and professionally. I'm Dr. Dave, and this is The Gratitude Visit. Thanks for doing this again with me, Rob. And as a refresher, part of what I wanted to do is reread the letter I wrote to you four years ago. Oh boy. <laughs> so, um, and so I'm just going to start off with that. Okay. So, In 2016, I started digging deeper into positive psychology research, particularly around the gratitude visit. As a therapist, professor of counseling and psychology and a life calling coach, I've worked with others to manage their mental and emotional health. But I also wrestled with depression, especially during the winter months. So I continued to explore well-being practices to deal with my own melancholy and to help others. As I got into the research, I discovered that gratitude visits can boost your mood for up to a month after the experience. These visits have a similar effect on the recipients of gratitude. With this in mind, I developed a positive psychology project around the gratitude visit. Then in January of 2017, I launched my project, where at least once a month for a year, I would write, revise, and read a letter of gratitude to someone who had made a significant impact on my life. In the end, I wrote 16 letters, and now, five winters later, my seasonal affective depression has not returned. Recently, I decided to invite my gratitude recipients from 2017 to write a letter to someone else in their life, record it, and then come on this podcast to talk about the experience. But I also had a surprise for them. Uh, I'd like to express my gratitude to you, Rob, for the meaning, purpose, success, and so much more that you have given me and helped me discover in my life. Your impact on my life actually started before we even met. Um, I don't know if you remember this from the letter, but also what I, our experience is you may recall, when I went to Asbury for a recruitment visit, your friend Bill was my tour guide. He told me about a physical therapist, soccer player from New Jersey. He talked about uh, what a great friend you were, and he offered to intu- introduce us if I decided to attend Asbury. I don't remember the first time we met, but I do know that I've always felt like you were someone I could talk to someone I wanted to talk to and connect with. One of your greatest gifts, if not your greatest, is just that, your ability to connect with others and make people feel good about themselves, to feel like they matter. And when we met back in the day, I needed a safe place like Asbury with people like you to help me believe, to become whole, and to grow strong. From my vantage point, you are clearly clearly a product of your father's humility and your mother's warm hospitality. And in many ways, you are the embodiment of your father's life first to love mercy, live justly, and walk humbly with God. I've admired your compassion for others, your desire for God, and your openness to being influenced by others' ideas and interests. But I think one trait or characteristic that defines you above all else is the word magnanimous, meaning that you are generous and forgiving in insult or injury, free from petty resentfulness or vindication, high-minded, noble. I've seen you in a number of settings and situations over the years where I've witnessed your character. I remember one incident that John Lee told me about more than 20 years ago. During one of our soccer practices at Asbury, A local young man who had an emotional and personality disability got frustrated on the field and hit you in the face. But instead of swinging back or even showing any kind of anger towards him, you held back and didn't retaliate in any way. To me, that shows a great deal of restraint and magnanimity. You've offered your home, your car, your time and resources to me and so many others without any expectation of getting something in return. You cared for your mom and dad, Deb's mom and dad, you've taken in family members and friends, you've created and provided housing and opportunities, and you've changed the future of probably thousands of people and families through your work and ministry over four decades. That to me is noble, magnanimous. Through your friendship, your concern and listening ear, you were one of a team of people over the years who helped me rise above to flourish. You essentially gave me my first professional position allowing me to leapfrog over years of working up the ranks of roles and titles, where I started as Dean of Students and onto the Dean of the College, VP of Academics and Dean of the College and Interim President. At each step of the way, you showed confidence that I could do the job, that I had the creativity. One phrase that I picked up during our time together at Asbury from Jerry Walls, a Latin phrase, O Felix Culpa or O Happy Fault or Divine Tragedy. This reminds me of Don's approach to people and yours, um, that of mining for gold in the midst of the muck of our lives. And friendships like yours has reinforced these truths and has empowered me to integrate trauma in in my life. Over our three years together at Asbury and 13 years at Zarephath, you've listened to my fears, encouraged me when I was depressed, and even tweaked my neck when I was stressed. (laughs) many times (laughs) in so many ways for so much of what I've been able to accomplish in my life, both personally and professionally, I owe a debt of gratitude to you. So I thank you for your impact on my life and role in my story, Rob. You're a man of great generosity and nobility, of mercy and magnanimity. Forever grateful Dave. So I just... You know as i'm reading that just uh for myself i just feel
1: <laughs> emotional <laughs> Me too. um takes us back brother
0: yeah
1: so much yeah so much so much good some challenge right a lot of joy some heartache and i uh I appreciate, uh, wow, such a flood of emotions. You like, you shared this with me three or four year, years ago and and uh, it's just like a fresh flood again, you know, awakened so much memory, emotions, uh, <clears throat> detail. You're real good at details, you know? Mm. So, um, well, thanks, Dave. I appreciate that and and uh even more so as you know my own journey the last few years sometimes i haven't felt like i've lived up to uh many of the words you just shared and things uh it's it's very uh healing and redemptive to hear them again so th- thank you as you i don't know
0: talk about your experience of reading to your friend and um it took a long time to kind of construct these letters and to think several versions and,
1: um, mm. over a month really, it took me to write. Wow. So, um, it took, took a month to find something nice to say. <laughs> <laughs> say it though, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what was your experience like with your friend?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, it was, it was a good experience. I'll go into some detail. Um, I think, when we talked, you and I talked, you know, I, I was, and then I read some of the description that you'd sent me on, you know, best kind of ways to approach it. It took me a little while to think because I, I do try to live a, 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 gra- a life of gratitude. So I express gratitude to people regularly, but never in that kind of detail, you know, kind of in more in a moment, like when like texts or just in a moment. Um, so it was, it it was interesting, first of all, sitting down to write the letter one, because I'm, I'm a, as you know, an extrovert, although I, I find myself being less extroverted, uh, as I get older, but, uh, and so to write it down and to sit on it for a day and then come back and add to it. And I, you know, I, I just, I, I only took the two days because he was coming up to visit. He's not a long-term friend like you are. He's someone, I mean, he, you know, it's been about, I'd say, 14 years, but only closer in the last, you know, maybe six years or so, and then more, a little more closer in the last four years. Um, so uh, I I had, I didn't have the richness of all those years, but, but um, I did, it, it was very, it was, it was actually kind of emotional for me to write the letter, just because a lot of my gratitude for him focused around the way that he responded to me during a time that I'll just say others were responding more judgmentally. Eric, I was speaking with a friend about the importance of expressing gratitude to people who have meant a lot to me and have touched my life in a significant way. And knowing that we would have some time together while you're here to speak, I wanted to seize the moment. I remember meeting you over 10 years ago, uh, or more, as we searched to find the right person to direct Urban Impact in Lexington. Your passion and your gift set were clear, but at that time I had no way of knowing what a blessing your leadership would be and your friendship would become. You've always been great to make me laugh with your crazy sense of humor. <laughs> and your giftedness as a leader has borne tremendous fruit. Your willingness to always share information and planning insights has been so helpful. And to see how the ministries in Lexington are flourishing under your leadership, like really stirs my heart. But mainly tonight I wanna to express my gratitude for how you have encouraged me and prayed for me and stuck with me and walked with me in grace through these last four years during the darkest of times in my life. You left me some voicemails and you were always available to me to meet with me uh, whenever possible. I'm not sure that I've ever expressed how much that has meant to me, but so much, brother. Things are still hard and there's still much to walk through and perhaps always will be. But life is so much better and so less dark. And um, I'm very grateful for that to the Lord and, um, and grateful to that friends like you. Another thing that meant so much was your willingness to travel with me to Liberia and the joy of having our sons alongside. I know you sought God's leading, um, but the investment that you have made in the ministry there, a ministry that's so close to my heart, uh, has been so encouraging and given me even a greater sense of partnership in ministry with you. And I wanna thank you for that. Not to mention, you deal with your germ and hugophobia and let me hug you whenever <laughs> I see you. <laughs> anyway, brother, I just want you to know how grateful I am for you. Yeah. And at the end, you know, it, it was nice too because I didn't want him to feel forced to respond. And I don't exactly remember his response, but it was something like, you know, thank you. And I, said so there's a lot more i feel and want to say but i don't want to just reflexively say it i'd really like to reflect on it and do what you've done and and, and uh, write it down
0: well strangely i wrote something for you to too. <laughs>
1: just a little song <laughs> a little ditty thank you <laughs> Kind of, man, very appreciative my brother. Uh, yeah, I would like to respond, but I'd
0: like to pray about and think about how to do that in a manner that's um, equally as thoughtful. Oh, thanks, bro. But you don't have to.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I do <laughs> because it, I want to. I want to give back. So that, and that was just. That wasn't even a week ago, less than a week ago. So um, I'll actually see him next week. I'm taking a quick trip to Kentucky. So I'll stop by the ministry there and see him. And we've had a couple of texts since then. And he did in one of the texts, just say one, you know, thank you again for taking the time to express, you know, what you did um, about our friendship and the gratitude and expressed how much that that meant to him. Yeah, it made me feel closer to him because in a strange way, I was, If it just felt like writing something and then reading it is more vulnerable somehow, you know, again, I think because it, it's clear that you weren't just talking, like you actually took time and thought about this intentionally mm-hmm. and wrote this down intentionally. And now you scheduled intentionally to meet with me mm-hmm. and read this to me. I'd have to, I'd have to key in on the feeling of, you know, if I still have an elevated feeling from it because I've been, I still continue, I've been trying to do it every day now, express mm-hmm. gratitude to people, not writing letters, mm-hmm. right. But being more intentional, even than I have been on in the moment, thanking people for something that comes to my mind or in a moment. And, and so I, so it'd be hard for me, I guess, maybe to separate if it was from the letter or just that, but expressing gratitude, it definitely lifts my spirits and mm-hmm. keeps me focused on on the kind of things i want to be focused on more than the things that bring me anxiety
0: yeah and i i think I mentioned to you the first letter i wrote in this adventure of mine was to my mom and um we went i took her to ihop and read the letter and you know thinking she would break down and cry but i was the one who did <laughs> and then I, I uh oh, she was the first of my 12-month project and the next day I felt, I felt definitely felt more grounded and felt more, um, grounded, but also kind of, um, lighter in some ways. emotionally. Yeah. And then maybe two days later, I was back to baseline, um, mm-hmm. it was in January. So kind of feeling that winter blues It's like, yes. and I had to think, do I really want to do this for 12 more months? If it's not really gonna help me more than two days. <laughs> so, but, I I decided, write a
1: lot. Of, you have to write a lot of letters, man. <laughs> I know. Like I don't
0: want it to, every day for it to, every other day. But I think part of the the maybe initially I was thinking it's going to help me. But I was thinking, well, it's not just for me; it's for these other people. And <laughs> the research also shows that even if you don't feel a boost of emotion, they they might or they will. <laughs> and so, and I think that was really the the power of it for me was like it wasn't just for me; it was for for both of us, you know, know, even if I didn't feel different, I still wanted to do this and that, and ultimately that's really what helped. (laughs) Gratitude has risen to the pinnacle of positive psychosis research as the most powerful tool to boost well-being. The gratitude visit is among the practices that extends emotional health benefits to the reader and receiver of gratitude for up to a month or more after the experience. A recent study at Indiana University tested the impact of gratitude within therapy. The Indiana research team asked participants to write one letter a week for three weeks to see if the gratitude writing intervention would improve the effectiveness of psychotherapy. The participants who wrote the weekly letters saw improvements in overall well-being that the control groups didn't, and these benefits continued for one and three months after the intervention. I'm Dr. Dave. Thanks for joining us on the Gratitude Visit podcast. The Gratitude Visit is a production of the Come Alive Collaborative. Our senior producer and editor-in-chief is Josie Whitworth. Look for an upcoming book on The Gratitude Visit later this year. Learn more at thegratitudevisit.com.